Do you want bonus audio? I think what we've done all day, by the way, guys, is yes and, yes and, yes and, and now we're just, why? <laughs> a cow's life begins, like many of us, as an egg. <clears throat> Squeezed out seemingly at random by the gentle grazer, the cow seems unbothered by its brown offspring. I, I had the murder wall, I was trying to figure it out, on my kitchen wall, with names, post-its, string, and the log. Is that brother prick? I don't know how to do things with my mind. You've got to find a way to do this. I know it's inside you. You're a silver bow. Come give it to me, buddy boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, okay. And as he approaches um, me, I'd like to twist his nipples. I can tell you for definite exactly where the inspiration for Nancy's came from. Go on. Careful, just swallow it all. <laughs> like a good and, boy. And if, he, if he does get so sliced much. by the glass, he'll just try and start it, start out. it out. Like, yeah. Well, join the Royal Britannia Patreon. Available now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So hello and welcome to Roll Britannia Parlay. I'm Tom and I play a character called Keth Frostine in Roll Britannia. So in this series, I'm going to be talking to other podcasters, celebrities and members of the TTRPG community with help along the way from my crewmates at Royal Britannia. So each episode, I'll have a special guest who plays the game, talks about the game, makes movies about the game, or has even helped to shape Dungeons & Dragons into what we know today. This show is all about a man of stage and screen who is just as comfortable gracing a red carpet as he is running a world as a dungeon master. Not only that, but you know that he's officially made it as he has his own profile on IMDb. He's also annoyingly handsome. And that is, of course, the co-host and producer of the wildly successful Three Black Halfings podcast, Jasper William Cartwright. So joining me now from Royal Britannia is James, the Dungeon Master. Hello. Alex, who plays Derek Normalbeard the Dwarf. Hello there. Uh, not Chip. And Paul, who plays one of the Toscobble brothers. Hello. How are you doing, chaps? Not too bad. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Mustn't grumble. (laughs) (laughs) So, although we were lucky enough to meet the real-life Jasper recently at the UK Games Expo, James was the fortunate one to have been able to chat to Jasper for this interview. So, 
Yes, How I was. was it? it was excellent. Uh, no, it was really good. Um, <laughs> he um, honestly, I wanted to talk to him properly for a while because we've been mm. uh, kind of uh, social media buddies for a while now. Yeah, yeah. And it's been it was it was a really nice treat to actually be able to uh, well, in first point, meet him in real life for yeah. the first time. He's lovely, and, really nice. Um, actually, him agreeing to have a little interview with us was um, a real treat. And to be able mm. to speak to him and get a little bit deeper into what he did and how he's got where he is and the meteoric rise to stardom that seems to have mm. come through his uh, amazing podcast, then uh, yeah, I, I, it was it was incredible, really. Oh, but the interview is an absolute treat. I'm glad you enjoyed. It really, really is. Um, so, but speaking of, I think it's definitely time to push the play button and enjoy James chatting all things D and D and Three Black Halflings with Jasper. Jasper Cartwright, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. It's uh, it's very cool to be here, and um, yeah, I'm doing well. A slightly frantic beginning to this, but after being stuck in lots of traffic, but I made it. We're here, and we're doing it. So yeah, I'm happy to be here. How are you? Uh, I should ask. Yeah, I- I'm good. Uh, technology let me down a little bit. Just uh, it was slightly embarrassing, <laughs> but all is well. All is well. All is um, well. I guess I have to uh, congratulate you. Well, I don't have to, but I'm going to because you know, I like you. Congratulate you on both. Um, well. Your marriage and your and your uh, soon to be uh, soon to be uh, third part yes. of your uh, of your family. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the the adventuring party is expanding. Um, <laughs> it's been a pretty wild few months. Uh, the the fun story with this one is that we uh, found out that we were going to be having a baby in the sort of less than twenty four hours. I had in between landing from my honeymoon and going away to America for three weeks. So wow. uh, that was just. Fantastic timing where I suddenly felt really awful about leaving uh, and swanning <laughs> off to America uh, to leave my now pregnant and unfortunately uh, not particularly well wife as she was dealing with morning sickness oh. and all of that stuff. So, um, yeah, but we're all good now and uh, everything is going well with the baby, hopefully, so far. So, touch wood. Very, yeah. very excited to Fingers crossed then. for you. Yeah, thank and, you. Uh, um, you know, it's 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 an exciting time, and well, we'll come we'll come on to you what your adventures uh, overseas have been uh, 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 might be to do with because um you know you might be able to tell me this time you couldn't tell me before but I'm hoping you might. Be able to. Um, I guess for for those who don't know, Jasper is um, the I would say the lead of one of my favourite uh, podcasts that I don't listen to as much as I want to. Um, purely because I don't tr- I don't commute anymore, so I don't get to listen to yeah. as many podcasts. I mean, I look, listen to. when you start uh, when you start your own TTRPG podcast, listening to other TTRPG podcasts about how good they are is a real struggle. Like it just feels like work. It's not particularly enjoyable anymore. <laughs> I have to really force myself to listen to the ones that I actually like listening to. You know what I mean? The ones that I yeah. listen to pre starting the show uh so absolutely no judgments there for not listening it's uh... well i do i do i do i do try and catch up as much as i can but um i used to work in a job where i used to drive quite a lot so i had loads sure. of time to listen to podcasts absolutely. and i now work a 10 minute walk from my front door which you can't get through a great deal of podcasts in that time but, i mean listen you'd prefer that way do you know what i mean that's that's great isn't it like you know 
just so much more time in your day to like I don't know, play oh, yeah. a video game or whatever <laughs> <laughs> or do podcasting <laughs> or do more podcast stuff yeah, yeah exactly there's plenty of that um so let's let's go let's go right back to it must have been may 2020 yeah, about somewhere then, yeah. around there, April, May, twenty twenty. Because you started around a similar sort of time to to when RV did, really. I think so. Yeah, because I remember us sort of. Uh, yeah, there was sort of some very like, "Hey, we're new fledgling posts," you know, all <laughs> around the same time. So, uh, yeah, I think I think that's probably about the case. Yeah. No, you don't know this. I'm going to tell you a little, a little secret. I let someone else in on the other day, and um, this is uh, this is true, hundred percent true. Uh-huh. Um, I used to. Well, I still do. I look after the. Twitter, now X, possibly, I don't know, mm-hmm. banana next week, who knows? Um, <laughs> whatever, wind, whatever way the wind blows and Elon goes to. Yeah, um, but uh, I used to, I used to um, very closely follow your mm. Twitter follower numbers. Um, oh. And I had, I had a secret challenge to try and be ahead of you. Wow, that's so funny. That's uh, for specifically for RB or, or yeah, specifically specifically for that because uh, because I thought you guys were awesome and I just wanted to try yeah. and keep up with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, you know the the feeling is like it's very interesting being in and around. There was a course, there was a lot of shows right that started all around that similar that same time and we all had um, some spare time on our hands for some yeah, reason. Yeah, every everyone had a little <laughs> bit of spare time on their hands and I think it was so interesting uh like talking and like talking to other people and seeing how other people were getting on and what was happening um for them and I think um it, it you know it, it really made kind of what happened to us feel so unbelievably special like we felt so kind of uh fortunate that that like you know because we i think you know there's people that we that we kind of started with now who were like oh yeah we only did it for like a you know a month or two you know and i like because i'll say to them like, oh hey how's the show and they're like oh we we didn't we like slowed down or didn't or stop doing it or whatever um and i just think it's like yeah it was just so unbelievably like fortunate and happy and grateful and you know whatever all, all of the words um for the fact that we're still here you know going strong and like yourselves, I mean, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll let you in a little secret. I remember always watching and looking over at Robert Tanner and being so jealous because I was like, damn, it all looks so professional. <laughs> like, I felt like, it, you know, 3BH was just like me there with my Photoshop open being like, what am I going to make today? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'd look over and you guys, all your branding's on point, And I'm like, oh, geez, this is like, this is embarrassing. I think we're doing better here. Um, so, yeah, feelings mutual. Oh, awesome. I feel really good now. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm not, no, I'm not getting through that it, small door good. behind me to get back out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's let's start where you know where it all began, really. I mean, what tell mm. us about what um what you you know what your background is. Um yep. my understanding is you've got a very a very theatrical background, and I guess that yes. played a part. But what uh, where what's your background in uh, that you can you know share and what brought you to then uh, other than having a lot of time in your hands, what brought mm-hmm. you to wanting to start three black halflings? Yeah, so uh, I started uh, I've trained as an actor at the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama uh, in London. and um I, I kind of I've always been um always been a bit of a, like a i guess like a modern day tinkerer type you know what i mean like it just i've always been kind of obsessed of like you know what's the what's the next thing what's the new thing you know um it, it kind of hilariously 
the industry of acting does not suit my personality at all because the industry of acting is work on yourself, improve yourself, and then kind of position yourself where you can kind of that phone call will come and you'll, you know, you'll book work. And I just physically cannot do that. Like I, you know, cannot sit still for five minutes and and wait for anything. Um, and so I've always kind of been looking for um, what that new thing was. And I still do, you know, want to be and get into filmmaking um but uh it was just that i'd started getting into dnd we've been playing a lot you know at the beginning of lockdown it was a really good excuse to get together with my friends and um me and jeremy one, one of my co-hosts um we would just sit on the phone for you know like hours after we'd play a game and be talking about it and um i always say one of the best sort of happy accidents i feel like i had with uh blue black halflings is that i didn't really know the the space that well um so i didn't really conceive of the idea that we could make an actual play um and i think it kind of helped in some way because i think that what we ended up finding and the kind of niche we ended up filling only kind of really happened because we were a sort of more of a talk show which i mean even now isn't that kind of prevalent within the space it, it, you know i think there's a lot more shows that are like starting to do bits and you know um and whatever but um i think had we made a natural play i mean i don't yeah i don't think i could have stuck it out honestly i mean you guys you know absolutely unbelievable that you've that you kind of keep going because just the stress of actual play it's like we do like one a year and i want to like throw myself against a wall like you know <laughs> like it's just like scheduling and you know pulling like the production stuff all together music and oh god there's just so many moving parts to it um that I think it's just it's incredibly impressive for me that anyone that manages to you know pull off like an ongoing campaign or or anything like that because we nip that in the bud real quick after we start we're like are we gonna do this no we're not um <laughs> and so yeah we we we'd be on the phone for ages and and I remember just being like oh this is kind of like an interesting conversation and um and then it was actually uh, I suggested it I always talk about this long fabled lost episode of Three Black Halflings which is where uh, I was using my phone as a microphone while sat on a bed and then my phone kept going off because I didn't put it in airplane <laughs> mode. So I kept on hiding it under the duvet and then remembering that it was my mic and then putting it back in front of myself. And then Jeremy did have a mic, but he had a fan blowing directly down the mic the whole time. Um, and that was honestly nearly the death of it. That was nearly the death of Three Black Halflings because I remember it just, I sort of started to put it together and went, this is, that was just, absolutely can i can i swear on this is this yeah is feel free I, I was like what the fuck is this this is terrible like this is absolutely shit um so i was like i was like hey look let's do it again i'm gonna buy myself a mic because i wanted to get into voice acting and i kind of like you know I, I um so i bought myself like a like a not a particularly impressive one and i was just like let's just try it again and then it was the night before that that i saw a facebook post from unati who was then preparing a D&D session for some of their friends. Um, and, uh, and I just messaged them and was like, hey, would you be down to jump on tomorrow and just like record an episode of a podcast? And that was like, like it was like the first time that Jeremy and Anati ever met was just like on episode one. So you can go and listen to their origin story, like happen now, you know. Um, and it just kind of, I mean, to say it snowballed from there, it really did. Because, you know, as I've alluded to, my ham-fisted way of running through BH at least especially for the first year and a bit, not really having a clue what I was doing, 
you know, really leaning heavily on my incredible wife who works in TV. And she, I mean, honestly, without her, we, I mean, it would have been a complete nightmare and a complete mess. Um, but it really just snowballed from there. And, you know, even to this day, I kind of will have to sort of look around and pinch myself at some of the things that, um, you know, we, we get to do and, uh, and some of the opportunities that it's, it's afforded me. Um, it's been an absolutely incredible journey. And, um, I think we're only kind of, it feels weird to think it's only three years in, you know, I don't know if you have this with, with Royal Britannia, like it just feels like it's such a part of me now that it almost seems weird that it's only been around for three years. Like it seems, I mean, that feels like a lifetime, you know what I mean? Like, if, <laughs> you know, if you told me it was five years or, or, or even more, I don't think I'd question it. Honestly, I think I'd be like, yeah, that feels about right. Honestly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I realized I kind of rolled the two into, into that, but I guess the, the, main thing is that yeah came from a, a, a sort of theatrical background and so therefore wanted to um wanted to sort of knew wanted to sort of pursue something creative and um yeah it was uh, a weird adjustment being myself on something uh and not <laughs> not not a, a character and not playing someone else yeah <laughs> yeah 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 no i mean i mean it's honestly i've i've been watching the uh you know been trying to keep up as but as best i can and um you know seeing all the the updates on your social and everything too, you honestly. Up to. <laughs> <Me It's too. laughs> like i don't even have a clue sometimes i'm like okay yeah we're doing this okay <laughs> i mean it's absolutely blown away i mean i think one of the the moments one of the moments for me for your show when i realized just how big you've gotten apart from the astronomical twitter following that you just pulled out <laughs> absolute nowhere for i mean for yeah the first i apologize sort of six months you, i feel like you were yeah, kind of you tickling were... along and then you just went boom i'm gone okay, yeah. bye. <laughs> we, <laughs> did, yeah, we did hit we did hit a really good uh a really good patch on twitter and yeah. uh now obviously it's it's gone to hell so all that work means nothing yeah. but hey you know one of the things that i did absolutely love that um you know i don't really it was uh you, you had um someone quite big on the show you had matt mercer on your show yeah, did, yeah. We I did. mean, how how did that come about? Uh, uh, this was uh, w what a day this was. Uh, Matt, he he just followed me on Twitter, <laughs> um, oh. and I, I genuinely couldn't believe it. I I I think I'd just done. He'd listened to my two shot that I did with Nadpod. I did a uh, I I DM'd uh, a thing called uh, Potsidonia, and uh, it was like an entirely original world that I came up with um uh, and i think he'd listened to it he'd listened to the potsdonia episode and he just followed me and i literally was like what the hell and matt Mercer, why has he followed me this must be a mistake and i messaged him was like hey you followed me and he was like yeah i just listened to your two shot on that but it was really good man i was like what <laughs> like mind blown do you want to come on the show and he was like hell yeah so um you know, and I've since been lucky enough to meet him a couple of times. Um, he took me to one of his favorite sushi restaurants in uh, sushi places in in LA. So, like, you know, that's like definitely one of those like pinch myself moments where I'm wow. sat across the way. Uh, this was actually this was right as um, Matt was. It was a, a, a fun little fact uh, that he was that day we hit out for lunch at the sushi place, and then that day he was going into uh record for ganondorf on the uh new tears of the kingdom so i've known that was happening for a long time um oh. he was literally like going in for like the first session to record that day and i was like oh that's really really cool um so uh yeah like a very a very kind of surreal moment to get noticed by those guys just because you know it's there's no getting away from you know for, for all of the absolute pinnacle in in the ttrpg space and you could probably argue they're more popular than D, &D. so um 
you know, I think that, that it's a uh, uh, it was a really big moment, definitely. And I think you're right to sort of say like it, you know, it felt it felt like a big moment for us as well. Um, but uh, yeah, it is also at the same time it's so funny and so strange how quickly that stuff becomes like just pretty normal like you know because I, I like i know a lot of these guys now and that's definitely not a brag it's more just like <laughs> actually to be honest it's more just a testament of like what wonderful people they they are like you know matt is genuinely one of the nicest human beings like you really want him to be a bit of an arsehole you know what i mean he's got all <laughs> of this talent and he's you know what i mean he comes across as such an affable lovely guy and you just think i just kind of want you to be like that guy who sparks up a cigarette in a restaurant and like shouts at the waiter when they tell when he tells stop <laughs> like just something do you know what I mean just have a yeah. bit of an edge but he really doesn't he's just he's uh, such a wonderful human being um and and I think that's why it feels so normal now you know because they they are uh you know all of that crew uh and the you know like dimension 20 people and whatever just oh, they're just wonderful people yeah very wonderful people well, you've had, uh, you know, it's uh, the, the whole ride for you seems to have gone from, you know, bedroom pace podcast to something fantastically showbiz. I mean, you were on the red carpet at um, the D&D movie in London <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and you've been out and about and you've alluded to it. You know, you've been out in L.A. doing mm. something Stop. secret that you couldn't <laughs> tell me about. Is there anything you can share? Is there anything I can share? Uh, I can share. Um, it is, uh, yeah, very, very, very excited about it. It's um, definitely a big, like, tent pole, whatever you want to call it, moment for uh, for me. And um, honestly, like, the, I think the best thing about it is is genuinely, like, the space and getting to, uh, like, get, just getting to work with some of these people. That was, like, the best thing about it um honestly uh, i got to spend and i've been i mean geez i've been out to it's so crazy right so I, this will kind of illustrate that what, what a wild ride it's been i've been dreaming of going out to la you know as an actor like ever since i was like you know six <laughs> um and like i've been out three times uh since last may and then i'm going again in september uh and it's just like it's just been a complete kind of like whirlwind in terms of like you know uh what that is but honestly a lot of that was just me putting myself kind of out there you know what i mean and and kind of um just being like hey like it wasn't like i didn't i still don't you know have a ton of money it wasn't like i was like splashing loads of cash to fly first class over to LA like it was no I was like I booked like the first one went out there I booked the cheapest flight I had friends I could stay with I was like eating like one meal a day so I didn't like so I could get Uber's places and you know but it was really important to me to go out and sort of say like hey I'm here and I want to work and I want to you know because I knew people because I'd gotten to know people I was so lucky that so many people were so generous with the time coming on like halflings I mean that's the reason why we are where we are is because just the sheer number of people that were uh were like willing to come on and you know uh, and lend us their time um and so then yeah i was just like i want to meet these people i want to hang out with them i want to see what's up and um uh and yeah it's it's paying off which is which is really really cool but i apologize i can't say more than that just because <laughs> uh i will i will get in a lot of trouble yeah that's fine <laughs> i just thought i'd tease you if there was anything we could yeah. But I think you have given us some little, some little <coughs> hints and tips there, so mm. I quite like it. Um, <clears throat> I was getting out. I did this to um, 
uh, I did this to Luke Gygax when I spoke to him. Mm. And uh, I'm going to drop the serious question on you now because, oh, please, you know, please. I like to know, you know, um, get down to the real stuff. Let's let's get around to the, you know, let's get down to yeah. the, the dirty stuff, you know. Mm. What dice is your set of dice? No, <laughs> <laughs> I will ask you that, but no. Yeah. Um, obviously, D&D has been massive in the headlines over the last mm. like, 12 months with all sorts mm. going on. And, you know, I've been um, really interested to find out about the world because I had never played before we started the podcast. Yeah. So to me, all of the history of it was kind of a mystery um and weird poetry but obviously there's a lot that i didn't know about about the game and a lot that um i've come to learn about it and obviously one of the things that makes three black halfling so um unique is actually your emphasis on creating diversity in the game mm. and inclusion and that, that's probably one of the reasons you're one of my favorite shows to listen to is actually <laughs> that aspect of it because it's it's for me absolutely fascinating to hear about the this world from another from another point of view mm-hmm. um because a lot of the stuff that i listen to is from, from you know the very stereotypical point of view um and as much as it's great i think the world is better for hearing more variety and more um backgrounds brought into it so really wanted to know about your um why you know what was drove you to sort of really highlight this part of the game mm-hmm. and how you feel that's you know how you feel that's played out in the world, and if that's changed, improved, got worse. What you know? What, what are yeah. your thoughts? Obviously, don't feel like you have to um, put the entire world to rights, but it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I will. I will. Oh, um, please do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think basically the uh, impetus for starting the show was that I typed into uh, YouTube uh, "black people in D and D" something like this. And the only thing that came up was like Terry Crews DMing a one shot for like a mostly white table, and I was like we have to do better than this um and honestly like there was a there were a lot more people already in the space already doing stuff and you know they they laid the groundwork you know they kind of ran so that three black halflings could fly you know all those kind of uh things um but it, it really just felt like there was a lack of uh representation and then more so than that there was a lack of a conversation about representation you know it wasn't like there wasn't a place it didn't feel like for people to have that conversation or to to express those feelings and it, it sounds a bit weird but i really wanted through black halflings and i still do which is what kind of will feed into the next thing i've always wanted through black halflings to be a bit messy um and what i mean by that is that like we're so used to now on social media to have you know we have to everyone has to have their their, their exact opinion and this is how i feel and you can't you know what i mean you can't kind of like it's, there's no it doesn't feel like there's a space other than conversation to just work things out to figure out how you feel about something to to remove the knee jerk reaction and just be like actually how does that make me feel uh, and can I have a different opinion to someone who I identify very closely with? You know, might I have a different opinion or might I take things in a, in, in a different way? Um, which kind of leads me on to the, the, the conversation about the lot, like, you know, the last 12 months, because this is something that internally within Three Black Coffins we've been having, you know, a lot of discussions about. And we do feel differently, you know, like Jeremy and I feel very differently about it. Um, and like, there's no like need to go into like super specifics there because i don't want to speak for jeremy either but just you know even from my own perspective i've always been like a i've always wanted to um you know sort of fix it from inside the house kind of thing i'm i'm i was like the i was on the side of brexit where i was like nope we definitely shouldn't leave because i whilst i agree it's not a perfect system i think we're better off staying kind of there and and involved in the conversation and um 
and I think that for me, D and D has made some really positive strides. There's a lot of things that I think are. Um, I I also will just caveat this by saying I'm generally just a very optimistic person. <laughs> uh, it's just the way that I kind of have to operate. Otherwise, I feel like I just get extremely down all the time because news is crap. Um, but like, I feel like there's been a lot of really positive strides, and also moreover than that. I think that the fact that they've shown a willingness to walk things back, to take time, to consider things, to change things when they have made missteps, um, I think is honestly in today's day and age pretty huge because most companies just go stick like shove it. Like that's, you know, we've made that decision. That's what's happening. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, we're going to, you know, people are going to buy our stuff regardless. And and I think that, that wizards could have done that. You know, um, I think they could have done that in a lot of instances, for instance, that, you know, the OGL and, and everything um of course i'm not kind of giving them a free pass it sh they should have never done it and they uh it, you know there's definitely an element of like oh should we wait this out and see if they'll you know really kick up and then i think because we all fought so hard against it um you know that's why they came back but we ended up getting a better deal out of it you know so it's sort of like i think it swings in roundabouts and this is not me absolving was the coast they've got a long way to go and my god there is still so much that needs to be done there's still so much you know in terms of the language of a lot of the things the you know the cultures that they explore within a lot of their source books the way they use certain cultures in some of their source books all of these things need to be explored but i also want to you know i'm just always like i want to make sure that we are uh always pushing to like further the conversation further the narrative and whether we like it or not wizards are a huge part of that narrative so we kind of have to include them um and uh and so yeah i think that the last the last 12 months have been um some ups and some pretty big downs <laughs> <laughs> um to put it diplomatically i think that there's been some some serious missteps but um you know having met a lot of the folks who work at wizards as opposed to you know hasbro or whatever um i know there are some really really fantastic and really caring people who uh are, are trying desperately to you know put put a good foot forward and and um you know show that they can be a positive uh force within the community and uh and things like that so i'm i'm definitely uh um in a sort of hopeful place i think it's moving in a, in a positive direction it doesn't mean i think it will be perfect uh by no means but uh, i'm at least excited to see what um you know ex excited to see what comes next and um uh and yeah like w w what what new spaces they explore and how they explore it and, and hey look if they if they uh, do something great we'll be there to talk about it and if they do something absolutely terrible we'll absolutely be there to tell to talk to talk about it and to uh, uh share our opinion we've never and i think just as a final point as well actually um which i do think is kind of worth saying is like we have been incredibly critical of uh wizards of the coast and uh some of their actions on our show uh we you know, we we had the it, we did manage to get uh, Kyle Brink on for an interview uh, during that whole sort of OGL uh, kerfuffle, and we were you know not shy <laughs> about the uh, 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 the you know our opinions and everything. And Jeremy and Liv did an unbelievable job during that interview. Um, and yet, Wizards have still expressed time and time again a willingness to work with us, to feature us, to you know. And I so I think that even that itself shows a willingness because I think it'd be very easy for Wizards to say. Oh, you say mean things about us quite a lot, so we're not going to work with you anymore. And that would, be, and honestly, at that point, I wouldn't even blame them. I'd be like, yeah, fine. If someone just chatted shit about Three Black Halflings all the time, 
I probably aren't gonna. I'm not gonna have them on three black goblins. <laughs> Obviously, the situation is slightly different, but um, but yeah, I, I I think that I appreciate that. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I've, uh, it's, it's difficult. It's a difficult conversation, I think, that I think people find it very challenging to have that conversation. Yeah. Um, and it's really thanks to, you know, your show and show the very, very few shows like it that, you know, are bringing these conversations to to the public eye. And actually, I think that's really, really important. So, um, yeah. you know, thank you for doing that. Well, uh, thank you for saying that. That's really nice. I, I just think I've always felt like, uh, you know, conversation is such an important part of progression. You know, I think allowing a space for everyone to get on board and it's always going to feel like a safe space you know which is why we always kind of try to make it kind of funny or lighthearted, or we you know have a joke even when we're all feeling a little bit down or whatever it is um i just think it's really 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 important in especially in today's day and age because otherwise it just everything's so doom and gloom everything's so knee-jerk reaction and, and i'll be honest you know maybe this is a spicy take but you know i think it's different when it's affecting people's livelihoods but with a lot of this stuff with the wizards of coast i'm kind of like okay cool but it's not brain surgery they're gonna walk it back you know they haven't hurt anyone really i get that it's your thing and you love it and etc but like um i think that we can just be like hey pull our hands up say hey that wasn't it my, my guys that wasn't it walk it back cool all right nice we've got a better version of it now everyone's fine let's move forward um so yeah definitely i'm glad that it's having that effect because that's definitely the our intention is for it to be a a space where we can have and house these conversations and differing opinions you know like i said that you know even on our own show we see this uh differently so um yeah i'm glad that's coming across like that awesome uh so as uh as your show has been you know almost exclusively talk show based but mm. you have done a little bit of actual play yeah i mean we've yeah done actually now by now we've done quite a bit actually yep. which is, uh, <laughs> uh, too much <laughs> no, I'm joking. um it's that i've given it to jeremy Jer it's jeremy's department he does an incredible job but i just find the whole i find it very stressful but he does an amazing <laughs> amazing work but sorry carry on no it's okay i was just going to ask you a couple of questions that i know you know i like to i like to find out about people i like to know mm. you know what is your you know what's your character build 
What's when you're when you're playing a game? What is Ooh. your character build? The go-to. It's so hard, right? So I have nearly two hundred characters created now on D and D. It's not just me then. <laughs> uh, but I have played nearly all of them, like in stream. So like, it's not like I just created those for fun. I mean, I literally have played those for like streams, home games, uh, you know, just guesting on stuff. You know, I literally like this past week I've had four session zeros. Whoa. In the last like week and a bit, I've had four session zeros for like upcoming <laughs> things. And so like I re- like genuinely I've got to a point where I'm like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> like you give me any of them. And sort of I'm more I'm way more interested in like the character and like you know, I love I'm really big on like, allowing the mechanics to inform my character and the way they might do something. Um I think what's my flavor of the month? Maybe that's how I'll answer mm. this because I think giving a permanent one would be impossible. <laughs> I I absolutely well i've just started playing Baldur's gate 3 and i did go with a warlock which is a little out of out of there for me but i was just i always find warlocks to be a very fun uh out of combat class to play and i was really intrigued as to how that worked within Baldur's gate so i was like i want i want to give it a try um but i probably would go somewhere down the line of like a really flavorful class so uh warlock or i i love a sorcerer for for that as well i just think you know um Plus my sort of OG through Black Halflings character, the first one I played and like an actual play was was a sorcerer. And uh, I have I have a deep seated love for for Mooty. So um so I yeah, I'm gonna say uh, for now Warlock or, or, or Sorcerer. Uh, my current awesome. choices. They'll change next week. <laughs> It'll change next week when I play Warlock too much and I go, ah, I'm bored now. I wanna be a druid. <laughs> I want to do wild shape. I want to do Wild Shape. Well, the first time I played Baldur's Gate, I because uh, I was lucky enough to go to the uh, uh, like a little press event in over in Belgium uh, for it, and um, I literally we got about three uh, three hours to just sit at a computer that they gave us and play the game, which was awesome. Um, and I went with a Druid purely because I was like, I want to see this would be cool. Like, I want a Wild Shape. This would be fun. Um, and uh, and yeah, that was that was great fun. <laughs> you can burn the Albert on Baldur's Gate three. Mostly well, because of the film. Yeah, that has sort of changed D and D lore. Is that yeah, it's it's <laughs> beasts and albers and albers. <laughs> Which you know what? Look, I'm fine. Like I'm into it. It's fun having more stuff <laughs> to turn into. Like why not? Um, it's not going to unbalance my combats that much. I'll just throw more other albers at you. It's fine. <laughs> this this is the thing for me when uh, when when I see people complain about um, things becoming unbalanced. I'm just like, yeah, but you are the DM. Yes, so exactly. If, if the games, if the game's getting too easy for your players, Preach. just make the stuff harder. Yep, yep. <laughs> it, it, the, the thing for me is, you as the DM have all the tools in the world. The only time that I ever get annoyed about unbalancing things is if I feel like giving someone something actively dis like uh, uh, takes away from another player and mm. uh, unlike their abilities, because then I think that unbalance is just like not fun, right? Um, so sometimes I'm going to say this, you know, sometimes paladins not great to have in the group because <laughs> they're just really good at everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and it's like a little bit annoying. Like, so like, <laughs> I think for like party dynamic, that's the only time I really care about unbalanced stuff. Like I'll give my players anything that they want if they can justify it. And then I'm like, cool. Okay. You might have an unbelievably powerful weapon now, but you can only attack with it once per round. 
and you still have the same amount of hit points and i'm going to come at you with something much bigger now <laughs> like so you know add a one that's it. <laughs> exactly yeah 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 yeah. Just, i'll just add a zero onto the end of their hit points and we'll see what happens um <laughs> so uh yeah i i i'm, I'm right there with you about that <laughs> Um, so if you had a, a bit of advice for someone new to D&D, &D, uh, DM or a player, you know, mm -hmm. what, what advice would you give? Um, I'm going to go with the probably the most overarching piece of advice because there's so much granular advice that I could give. But I would say my overarching one is uh, understand that TTRPGs and D&D &D at their best, in my opinion, at their best are shared storytelling experiences. And what I mean by that is that there is just as much onus on you as a player as there is on the DM to tell an interesting narrative. Um, I think if you are a generous player who gives a lot to the DM and who uh, feeds off what the DM is putting down, you will have a better experience. The table will have a better experience. And also your DM will have a better experience because I think quite often we can forget that they're also playing a game. This isn't a job for them, most likely, unless, you know, one <laughs> of us weirdos who decided to do this for a living. Um, you know, it's not a job for them. So therefore, you know, give them that, give them that gift of just being prepared for a session. You know what I mean? Like there's, I, love all of my players to bits but it is slightly frustrating when you know they'll come and be like oh i forgot to level up right now and then they spend the first 20 minutes not paying any attention to what's going on you know what i mean you're kind of like well i spent three hours prepping for this session and <laughs> making battle maps and you know uh, sorting out music playlists and whatever and you couldn't spend 10 20 minutes just prepping your sheet before you started so you know uh i guess the the the, the main thing as i'm saying is like invest invest as much as everyone else at the table you know um and that can kind of go both ways like if everyone is up for just like a chilled get together on a friday have a couple of drinks and just like fuck around then that's the level of investment but if people want to go deeper and whatever then like match that energy like go in there and you will have like an unbelievable time like it can be like i would go as far as say it's like whatever the rung below life-changing is <laughs> you know what i mean it's like <laughs> i don't think it's quite there but it's like very close it can be so powerful and so incredible but you'll only really get there if everyone's bought, bought in you know at the same yeah. level um because it makes a big old difference absolutely um so I guess uh, I guess this is kind of the point where I'm going to give you kind of a, a moment, really, to just say pretty much anything you want to say. But uh, Oof, I'm going to kind of okay. <laughs> kind of put you in a kind of ask you a, a sort of a question to set you up for this, which is mm. really what you know what what does the future hold for you for Three Back Halflings, and you know what would you like to see for the future of D and D? Okay, uh, I yeah, I guess I'll answer it in those three stages. Um, <laughs> For for me, uh, I honestly don't like. I don't know. <laughs> um, and the reason I say that is because it's been one kind of shock and surprise after another, in the sense that there has been so much. But like, I've received so much positivity and kind of uh, welcomeness, and and people have you know invested in me and and put their faith in me um and to, to a level that i never thought you know not even in my wildest dreams i would you know being on the red carpet at the D, &D movie premiere 
being, you know, literally two meters away from Chris Pine and Reggie, whatever. It's like, what, like, what is going on? It's ridiculous. Um, and then like the day after going to a, to a private event at the tower of London, you know, I was drinking champagne, uh, like a foot away from Henry VIII's armor. Like, <laughs> what, what, what is happening? Um, so I feel like it's hard to articulate, you know, where I see things going. All I will say is that like, I'm just as sort of dedicated and passionate about making this space more accessible for, for everyone about making this work. I love, you know, creating these stories and telling these stories. Um, and uh, I know I've got lots of exciting things that I'm sort of trying to do and a lot of sort of things that I'm sort of hoping will come off, but whether they do eventually, I don't know yet. Um, but, but the trend is good. Um, and I'm feeling incredibly positive about it and just, you know, very happy to be, on the ride kind of thing and, and i feel very fortunate to be very on on, on the ride because i think we we hit a moment at the right time and we got uh i think we got fortunate i'm i always try to stop myself i think from saying lucky because i think lucky implies you didn't work for it whereas i feel like fortunate is like no, no no you work for it but you also happen to be in the right place at the right time um uh and so for, i think for the show um we actually had a big old uh, sort of meeting recently to be like you know where do we want to go with this what do we want to do how do we want to take it to the next level how do we want to progress um because that's definitely where you know we're a, a we're a really interesting point where i feel like everyone is like everyone kind of knows about us but maybe um you know we need to get people kind of as many more people like actually listening and not just knowing about us but really engaging with us and uh and, and everything that we're doing so um uh, we've got some really, really exciting plans um, for the future. And I guess, like, ultimately, we really want to, you know, we'd love to get to live shows. We'd love to get to um, just being able to, like, go out into the community, actually meet people properly and uh, and things like that. That would be uh, an absolute dream uh, for the show. And then, I mean, for the history, for the, for the future, sorry, of TTRPGs in general, um, I just don't think it could be more exciting. Um, I think that, in a world where we are staring down the barrel of like AI creating stories and, you know, uh, studios being greedier and greedier and greedier when it comes to telling our stories, the beautiful thing about TTRPGs is that some is the fact that something like uh, Critical Role can exist, you know, or all three Black Halflings or Royal Britannia. The idea that it, this is something that we get to create, that we are in control of, and we are telling honest uh powerful funny uh 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 you know empowering stories um i think that is incredible i don't uh, especially now that the ogl has been we've conquered that beast and there's all of these other incredible ttrpgs available who have already said you know we're never going to do anything like this um i just think it's such a bright future in terms of more and more people will be coming to the space, more and more people will be wanting to get involved. And um, the the potential for it is endless. You know, I'm already very much in the headspace of trying to figure out like, you know, what's the next thing? How do we, uh, how do we take uh, actual play and TTRPGs and turn it into something more? You know, I, I was lucky enough to be on a season of Dark Dice at the moment. Um, and uh, it is amazing to 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 hear what they take which is essentially our game and then turning it into this like really freshly and beautifully pr produced audio drama um which is terrifying to listen to <laughs> um because you know they just do such a good job they make it so atmospheric and 
you know, I, I just, I really think that it is a powerful, TTRPGs is a powerful storytelling tool um, that is only going to be more useful and more sought after, I think. Because I think I'm already imagining, you know, it doesn't surprise me that Amazon, you know, have picked up three series of Critical Role because, it, you know, you go, well, you've basically got a script written by really talented people who know their characters inside out. You know, you're probably writing as as well fleshed out a characters as you'd get with like seasoned writers. And I think that's, you know, and that's not to downplay what seasoned writers do at all. It's just to say that, you know, this sheer amount of hours that they've put into those characters and that story and the knowledge of the world that Matt has and everything like that means that those characters are so well realized that when you watch the animation or whatever, you're like, oh, these don't just feel like they absolutely don't feel like characters who are just like spontaneously appeared at the beginning of the story and then disappear at the end of the story. You really get that sense that these are, you know, stories that are going to continue to be told and have been told before. And, you know, we're just seeing a, a little window into it. And I think that's um, part of the kind of potential uh, of, uh, of TTRPGs in general. So I think the future is incredibly bright uh, and genuinely don't, I, I I can't think of anywhere else I'd rather be in terms of like being involved of the being involved in that um, uh, being involved in an industry like this. It's it's incredibly exciting. Awesome, thank you so much. And uh, I guess my only final question for you mm. is: uh, Can we get you on uh, on the show as a as uh, as a walk on part? Please, 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 please. I awesome. absolutely love. To. I mean, that would be great. I say walk on. It is a podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 sure i speak on maybe yeah exactly. that one yeah. yeah something like that um yeah no i'd absolutely love to and um and just generally you know just to reiterate again that you know you guys do such a fantastic job you've you've always been a an amazing kind of standard bearer for us um you know i think you've you've been doing incredible and you know like seeing your your i was so jealous of your booth at uh, ukeg like you was like oh my look at this like I, I could, I barely, I decided to come here two days ago. These guys have got a booth. They've got, you know, like just like really amazing stuff. So, um, uh, yeah, nice, well done. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, uh, before you go, then I think just uh, make sure that uh, everyone who's listening can find you and your show and your work. So, just tell us, um, you know, how people can find you, how people can listen to you, and all the websites and socials and everything. So, go. <laughs> Heck yeah! Um, uh, um, feel free to follow me on social media at jw underscore cartwright. Um, that's where I'll be posting everything. Uh, if you want to hear about what all of these weird things that are nebulously happening at some point in the future, maybe, um, then. Uh, that'll definitely be the, the first place to hear about them um and then yeah check out through black halflings um uh we also also do a um a sort of co semi-permanent co-host guest on a show called games and feelings uh which is really fantastic and the performance capture podcast um i think that's like kind of everything oh dark dice i'm on that at the moment and i'm doing a bunch of like uh guessing things over the next few months which is really really cool and very excited about um and then so the just the last thing uh which is if there's any halflings uh listening to this if anyone's tuned in because they listen to through black halflings stick around listen to robotania go listen to the actual play it's really really brilliant uh they're wonderful people so uh you'll be in safe hands with these guys so um and i'm sure you'll have steamed through all through black halfling stuff so you need to you need something else to listen to it's robotania Thanks so much. I really, really appreciate you coming on the show. Absolutely welcome. Right, so 
I thought that was a, a fascinating interview. Really, really enjoyed it. But as a closer, what would you each take away from that? What stuck with you, Paul? I just think his, uh, his um, time out in LA and meeting Matt, really. I think that was just the way all that sort of came about. And then his time on the red carpet as well. Of course. I think because I, I missed our chance to go go down to the show earlier mm. on this year. Um, you guys got to experience that, although it wasn't the red carpet. It yeah, was still but weren't you cool also having Anne Babby at the I time? Was. You were being Anne Dad. <laughs> you were being Anne Dad. <laughs> I'm still kind of a little bit jealous of, of all that. You just how, to go. Hey, how does it feel I still haven't that? seen it in the cinema. Well, you've seen it, though. You've yeah. missed that chance. Several, gone. several... It's, it's gone. I can put it on the projector later yeah. if you want, if yeah. that makes it better for you. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, how does it feel to be one degree of separation away from Matt Mercer? <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Not bad, actually. Yeah. Pretty good, eh? Yeah. We know Jasper. Jasper knows him. <laughs> <It's> enough. Boom. <laughs> We're basically best buds. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, that's you know, me and Matt Mercer, that's, uh, that's, that's me on top. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Alex? What have you taken away from Um uh, his uh, complete honesty, I think, in the sense of not only just in the interview and being completely open to a lot of the questions and stuff that were that were posed to him, or all of the questions, I should say, um, but his complete honesty in the the three black halflings and the the conversations that they have on that show, the fact that they were a big proponent of the critiques for um, Wizards of the Coast with the OGL and stuff like that, and now. It, um, have ended up out of that working with Wizards of the Coast and stuff like that and kind of fostering collaboration there um, is really, really good to see those aspects of the community coming together mm. and the fact that um, they don't shy away in their show from talking about difficult topics um, or at least, uh, again, difficult topics is such a weird thing to say because it's, it's very easy <laughs> to not be an asshole about it you know <laughs> what I mean? yeah. um, it's very easy so um but yeah to, to have that kind of um underrepresented voice come through and yeah man i just wish him all the best um i'd love to play D with him oh all right i'll sort it out yeah. don't worry love to okay then james how would you describe jasper in three words Very bad at counting. <laughs> no, no, I ambushed you there. I ambushed you there. Um, so, and yeah, what? What's he left you with? Oh, I mean, not a saw. Something. Uh, <laughs> he's honestly, Jasper's just such a nice guy, um, and I was really, really grateful that he was on the show. I think that it blew my mind that we were in any source, uh, in any way, some sort of like inspirational competition for him love i uh, love that because that's, that's i, I honestly blew my mind yeah um i am so grateful that uh, he stayed in contact with us and we've sort of had this sort of in the background virtual like um secret battle yeah secret battle <laughs> he was jealous of our booth i know <laughs> he loved our booth i know i loved our booth to yeah, be fair so. i very nearly put the banner up today <laughs> <laughs> um probably it doesn't fit under here it'd have to be out there because it's too tall for this ceiling um, <laughs> Anyway, but um, no, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, it was just, you know, it was a really, really nice opportunity to, to actually speak to him in person. Um, it was so good of him to actually come to our stand and say hello to us at the show. He was lovely. Um, 
you know, for for us, like it's it's great to see someone who started any podcast at the same basically the same time as us doing so incredibly well. Mm. And you know, we can we can aspire to be um, you know, even, even a fraction of his success would be amazing. And I really look forward to seeing the uh, the projects he's working on. Well, thank you, chaps, for being here, and thank you ever so much to Jasper for taking the time to talk to James, and also thank you so so much for listening and for all of your support. Um, and also look out for the next episode of Parlay. But if you simply can't wait to hear more from the crew of Royal Britannia, then you can find us on all good podcatchers out there: Apple, Google, Spotify, you name it, where we have new episodes coming out every Wednesday. There's over 180 odd episodes now, chaps. Yes, so many. So there's plenty to listen to. And if you want to hear more episodes of Parlay, where we talk to other exciting guests, then these can be made, these can be found on our main podcast feed. <clears throat> if you want to hear more episodes of Parlay, where we talk to other exciting guests, those can be found on our main podcast feed. And if you're a creator in the TTRPG community or a famous person, we like you as well. An actual celebrity. A real live mm. celebrity. And you'd like to in come and have a chat, get in touch because we want to talk to you. And finally, check out our Patreon, our merch store, and even drop into our very, very active Discord server. All the links are in the episode description. So, it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. It's a goodbye from him. Bye. A goodbye from him. Hello. Uh, A goodbye from him. Goodbye. (laughs) And a goodbye from... No, not I couldn't follow that. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Roll Britannia Parley. Bye. I love you. Okay, bye. 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 Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you want bonus audio? <laughs> I think what we've done all day, by the way, guys, is yes and, yes and, yes and, and now we're just, why? <laughs> A cow's life begins, like many of us, as an egg. <clears throat> Squeezed out seemingly at random by the gentle grazer, the cow seems unbothered by its brown offspring. I, I had the murder wall, I was trying to figure it out, on my kitchen wall, with names, post-its, string, and the lot. Is that brother prick? I don't know how to do things with my mind. You've got to find a way to do this, I know it's inside you. You're a silver bow. Come give it to me, buddy boy. <laughs> Uh, so, okay. And as he approaches um, me, I'd like to twist his nipples. I can tell you for definite exactly where the inspiration for Nancy's came from. Go on. Careful, just swallow it all. <laughs> like a good and, boy. And if, yeah. if he does get Very sliced bad. by the glass, he'll just try and start it start out. It out like. yeah. Well, join the Royal Britannia Patreon. Available now.